Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome back, all you hookers and slices out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is the uh, feeling good, I'm sure, Nick yes. the Stick. Yes. Yes. Feeling good. Hometown team. Won it all. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Oh yes! Oh, I, I forgot about yeah. My my Avs are uh, one of my fa- my favorite hockey team. Not one. My favorite hockey team. The Avs won Stanley Cup last night. So first Doing time good. in twenty one years. Yeah, for those keeping track. I mean, they they kept saying it. So yeah, yeah. So no, that's good. I mean, f- we'll have to get in depth about it for our hockey show. But <laughs> I'm also excited about our. I got to play golf this weekend at Northern Bay in Wisconsin. Oh, tell um, us about that. It's a replica course. Okay. Uh, there's, seven, there's seven replica holes. It's my first time playing there. It was amazing. There's hole 13 from Augusta, the par five. There's hole 16 from Augusta, the par three. There's hole 17 from TPC Sawgrass, uh, the Island Green. Um, and there's a one from Oakmont. Um, there's the Preacher Bunkers hole with, uh, and it was awesome. It was amazing. I hit the green on the Island Green. Nice, nice. If that's what you were gonna ask. No, I was gonna. Well, I was just gonna ask how you thought the recreations were. Like amazing. Were they like were they pretty good or were they kind of just like. Yeah, I can see it, but I've heard they're good, and they they lived up to their expectations, ex- except hole sixteen at Augusta. I, um, it was close. It just wasn't as close as I would like it. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I've ne- but I've never been to Augusta. I just even from the TV, I, um, I did not think it was. It lived up to what I expected. Um, it was just not quite the right shape, not quite the right slant. Um, but the other ones were amazing, and so it was my first time. It was, you know, it's it's a local Wisconsin legend gem. Yeah, and it was awesome. I mean, went with some buddies, and it was amazing. I was the only one out of eight of us, no, one of two, to hit that island green. Um, and um, yeah, I really want to play hole thirteen again because. I bailed out right, and that's not where you want to go. But it was – I highly recommend it. It's in the Wisconsin Dells. Um, it, if you if you have a chance to enjoy, I highly par- suggest you partake. It's so choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's uh, – I've always it's wanted to – I know, I know that's, you know, that's a rough play. I think um, – I think have you South, it? No, I have not. I think South Carolina has a similar kind of replica course. Um, okay. But, yeah, I mean, I've always kind of wanted to go and play, you know, a replica course like that. Uh, yeah, it was, I mean, most of those holes were it's just cool because, I mean, I remember them from TV, and it's visually, it's like the same sh- the same stuff. Yeah. Um, 
yeah i mean it was most of them especially that island green it was like you felt like you were at tpc sawgrass yeah yeah that's pretty cool that's yeah pretty cool was it i know was it the actual 17th hole uh, negative. It yeah. was hole number ten. Okay. Couple couple guys in the group like thought they should have made it hole seventeen, and I actually didn't care. Um, I, like they were they were passionate that it would it should have the holes f- that they were replicating should have been the actual holes on the course we were playing. And I was like, I don't care what hole they are. Um, you know, they had plaques out to tell you what hole you were playing from Oakmont or, you know, um, wherever. Um, and so you knew where you were, what you were playing and the, the whole, the Island green, what was awesome was it was hole 10. It was right by the clubhouse. There was the, the, the clubhouse bar windows faced it. Oh. So you're looking at the lake, you're looking at, um, people can watch. Yeah. And guys in the pro shop. So we were behind our our second foursome and the guy and so we were getting like a, a brat and a drink and we were and then our first foursome was on the tee and there was guys that had already played the course like and they they seemed like locals and they were sitting at the bar like placing bets on who would hit the green on from our foursome and they didn't know we knew them and they were but they were chirping and they were talking shit and they were like, and they were like that guy's practice swing was garbage he there's no way he hits the green and like they would put like a dollar on it and they would like you know they were just they so they were just you know it was friendly banter right yeah but it was it was funny and can i and i can imagine if you sit there every day that would be hilarious oh for sure yeah i mean yeah, that's like uh, I like I love I love courses that have like their their bar area or their clubhouse able like like up high enough on a hill or in a location where you can like watch you know usually it's hole nine or eighteen right, right. coming into the clubhouse yeah but hole one or hole ten you know you can just sit there and like yeah I mean it's just guys you know socializing and you know chirping talking shit but yeah especially especially if it's a par three because like, yeah. <laughs> obviously like it you know if on like hole nine or 18 usually they're not par threes they're you know fours or fives correct and so you, you might not know like oh is this an approach you know their yeah, second he, or third or whatever he sprayed his well he sprayed his drive which you may or may not see right land, yeah you don't but know either way it doesn't affect you know, he may or get a, he may have a shot at the green, or he may not. But having to be a par three, you know the whole story, over, and a par three over water, yeah. and a par three island three, like, and you know, it was just it was, I enjoyed that. Yeah, and, I I would enjoy that too. I I like, I like courses that that have that viewing area, especially if it's a par and you get like to the that. course and you like check your clubs in and you get to your cart and then you see the lake and the island green and you just i'm glad it's not hole number one i was gonna say can you can you start on the back nine (laughs) like can you only play nine because that would be a rough starting hole for sure exactly so you play nine and then you're the first hole of your back nine so you're at least you get to warm up yeah maybe get you know get a hot dog at the turn and and you're ready to go for yeah for that hole. So 
it, it was cool. It was, you know, not cheap, 110 bucks. Yeah, I mean, on a Friday, but it's like it, it really is one of the, you know, the courses in Wisconsin that I've been meaning to play. It was on my bucket list because of, you know, the reputation of yeah. I mean, it, it has a flipping island green. Right. Yeah. And I mean, Wisconsin Dells, it, all the courses down there are going to be pretty, you know, up there a little bit in price. No. Yeah, around a hundred. They got. I mean, good courses down there, obviously, but uh, or over yeah. there, not down, but no, yeah. it's not, it's down for me. You were right. Yeah, um, yeah, from a certain point of view. Yeah, depends where you're standing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was really enjoyable. Um. But yeah, made me think of the U.S. Open. Um, that we just had. That uh, it was. There was a lot of good action, a lot of good shots. Um, I'm just, I was rooting for Zalatoris again. You picked him, yeah, but I was, I was rooting for him more than the guy I picked, Scheffler. He's, uh, he's that, just gotten crazy. so close. He's gotten so <laughs> close. Willie, one of these days he's going he's gonna to get over that hump, but not yet. I mean, Matt Fitzpatrick, I mean, he kind of – got over the hump with this with that win yeah he was i mean he hadn't won over here in the states on a pga tour event or you know u.s open obviously usga any sort of event over here he's won a couple times over on you know the european side but yeah first one in america to be a u.s open that's pretty impressive that's pretty cool yeah no, he's a good player. I, I enjoy him. I mean, he's got a good pedigree. He's played in a lot of Ryder Cups. He just has a lot of good experience on the European side. Yeah. Um, he won the he won the U, U.S. Amateur at uh, that same course way back yep. way back in the day. Twenty thirteen or 20, 2012, 2013? Yeah, it's a while ago for sure. He's been. He's but they been were talking time. about all the players that played in that one U.S. Am, and they're back playing in it now like it just yeah um yeah how'd you how'd you like the course i thought it was great i thought i mean i thought it was tough um it definitely kept them relatively around par i mean i thought it was tough enough um i didn't think it was too mickey mouse what about you yeah no i have the same sentiment i i think it was um yeah, I liked I liked how they kept kind of the fescue, um, you know, at the length, at a you know high length, and it was, you know, after the last couple of years where we've just or a good chunk of years where we've just had so many controversies with the USGA setups and everything, <laughs> you know, this was this year was kind of a breath of fresh air, in in the sense that there wasn't really anything, you know, that seemed you know wrong or seemed like it was too hard or too tough it was just it was tough it it was tough it just wasn't unfair right exactly um and the wind the wind blowing helped yeah on some of those days uh it was i feel like it had the conditions that i wish aaron hills would have had yeah with the wind and then also Yeah, yeah they cut down the fescue at aaron hills which i would like I wish they would have just kept, because <laughs> I think that would have 
done a lot better in terms of made it tougher. Made it made the scores not as not, you know, they wouldn't have you know ate it up and right. you know, done so well. Yeah, but no, the course I thought was great. Um, I thought it was a good showing. Great weather. Um, good, you know, play tough play. Um, you know, some good guys hit some good shots. Um, some quality shots. Matthew Fitzpatrick. You know, we had a you know chunk of chunk of people on top of the leaderboard. You know, it was a good Sunday in terms of you know nobody was running away with yeah. it. So it was good in that sense. Um, and, yeah, and Fitzpatrick, the story of him, you know, getting that first major. And thought that was it was pretty cool. Thought that was a good uh, good weekend, good U.S. Open. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think it was overall just a success. Um, it, it was competitive. It, you know, they didn't, you know, eat the course alive. Um, the course, you know, had teeth and it bit, it bit back. Um, you know, if you you were penalized, if you you know miscued or um, made mistakes, um, you know didn't work out the way I preferred. But I mean, ultimately, like I mean, maybe it helped the game of golf. You know, a young a young foreign star like Matthew um, having success, and you know, yeah, I was just rooting for Scotty or Will. I mean, I was just, but that's just you know, that's just me. Um, I, I was, it was it was entertaining. It was just enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And uh, no big deal. I'm I'm pretty much friends with Matthew Fitzpatrick. We uh we made eye contact when I was down there for the Masters in 2019. Oh, you were at the Masters? Yeah, I don't know if I told you. Oh, the year Tiger won. No, no big deal. Oh, no, that's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Good for you. I know, right? Um. Yeah, Fitz, Fitzpatrick was just playing a practice round, and he was kind of walking down the fairway, kind of by himself. It was like later in the day, and uh, was it? Did you like? Did you guys like lock eyes for like multiple seconds? Or oh yeah, oh yeah. I yelled out to him. I'm like, well, let's let's have a good week, you know, Fitzy. He looked over, and we locked eyes for a couple moments there, and gave yeah. me a thumbs up, and uh, continued on his way. And I mean, we're we're basically friends dude right now. that's so cool dude so did you go celebrate the u.s open with him i just i couldn't get off work you know yeah i worked the next day it was like i had to, oh man i said i said sorry dude kudos to you another for, another you know, time like, he's gonna have to win another major that's all it's you know, just good, good on you for you know putting work first right um, you know gotta make a living right a lot, of, a lot of people wouldn't do that but you 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 have integrity yeah, unlike uh, some guys out there, right? You got uh, you got some. Oh, uh, they would just call in sick and like go party with with Fitzpatrick, like <laughs> and help him celebrate the open. But like, yeah, their work doesn't get done while they're gone. Yeah. Well. But I I appreciate that about you. Is that what you appreciates about me? Huh. One of the things. One, one of the many. Things. One of the many clay. <laughs> You're you're an easy guy to appreciate. Yeah, I hear that quite a bit, but I can only imagine. But you know, I've never heard it. Well, maybe but someday. You. Maybe but someday. You. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I thought the uh, the U.S. Open the U.S. Open um, <laughs> was you know it needed to be 
good because there was a lot of talk not about the U.S. Open. Correct. That's the other just looming elephant. It's like not even an elephant. It's just it's the whale in the room. Yeah. It's like all like who is the most recent? Matthew Wolf and yeah. um yeah and, um somebody else uh, went over Carlos Ortiz um but I mean Brooks Koepka yeah. with him last week um yeah I don't know it's just there's somebody it's, else. It's um, like Roe versus Wade. I mean, there's it's a very hot it's a very hot topic issue. Yeah, <laughs> it's um somebody else. Who else went? Um, like there was another. Did you hear Phil Mickelson went over there? Yeah, he was one of the one of the first. Pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Um. But you know they're they're getting to a point where you know they're probably right around they're probably right in the they're probably right around mid fifties in terms of players. Yeah, I would. Let's see here. Do you think the PGA Tour has done enough to strike back and increase their purses? You know, I think uh, they can obviously they can only do so much, right? In terms of, yeah, they they don't know. have an unlimited purse. Yeah, they they um, have Saudi increased Arabian corrupt government. Yeah, they have increased purses for you know like eight tournaments or a couple tournaments, um, quite yeah you know, quite a bit like five to eight million dollars. Um, they've added some tournaments, some no cut tournaments. Uh, they've shortened the schedule. They're no longer going to be doing the wraparound, so it's going to be just a like January through August schedule. So it's, you know, less less golf being played, you know, theoretically, which is another kind of thing that players who are heading over to, you know, live kind of wanted. Um, but I think, I still think the one thing that's, that's still out there for the PGA to do, and I think they will do or should do, is the fact that, um, you know, live is giving these players basically guaranteed money and i'm not saying like make every event no cut i'm saying if you if you're playing an event whether or not you make a cut you should get you know a basic you know essentially appearance fee i guess but it's just kind of a you don't just get nothing if you miss the cut you get some sort of money and it's equal for everyone who misses the cut some sort of money to you know to help with the expense of traveling and and getting to the event especially for guys who are you know new to the PGA Tour maybe don't have as lucrative of deals and and are you know haven't won a whole lot of money and with winnings and and stuff like that um I think that's one thing the PGA can still do and and honestly I think they should um I'm not I'm not saying like it it's got to be a lot of money. It's just some money to offset, you know, the expenses that they're uh, paying to play in in the tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be something they could do. I mean, I I don't even know off the top of my head how much they it costs. Like players have to essentially pay to play and buy into their 
to play on these tour events. Um, yeah, they got you know travel accommodations. They got. Well, no, they just have to. I I thought they had to buy their way in. They had to. They had to send the PGA Tour money to play in the event. Uh, they might, if they're not. Well, I don't. I'm not 100. percent I don't think I, so. That's what I thought. I don't. I think it's more just. Um, there's a priority list for a PGA Tour based on like you know success of a player and longe- longevity and everything like that, world ranking, um, and basically players can choose you know to play in the tournament or not, um, and and priority list you know determines who's you know gets to play and who won't be able to because there's you know enough players already. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's sponsors exemptions too. Um, but if you have a PGA Tour card and you are, you know, exempt for, you know, the full schedule, like, yeah. you don't you don't have to pay. Um, but you have to, you know, you have to pay for travel, you have to pay for accommodations, you have to pay for food and meals, and you have to pay your you caddy. for meals and rental car were comped. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I haven't played on tour, so I don't know all the all the details. But like, they have to pay their caddy. Um, there's no like obviously caddies usually get around ten percent of winnings, but a lot of caddies or probably all caddies are still like they get paid weekly by the players regardless if they you know make any winnings or not. So you have that expense. Yeah, for sure. Your, your expenses of trainers and coaches and like. So to have for the PGA to give them something to offset, you know, the cost of of playing the tournament and you know not making the cut, I think is I think it's something that will probably will probably happen. Um, I would I would be surprised if it doesn't happen at some point. Although yeah. with the with the rate of players that are moving over defecting to the Saudi Arabian tour. Yeah. Like even with like Brooks Kepka going over and even after saying back in, you know, just a couple months ago back in February saying that uh, you know, he's he's fine with the PGA Tour and the you know, money is not, you know, something he cares about cuz he just cares about, you know, majors and we're winning. Sure. Um you know, we're seeing we're seeing guys kind of you know, flip-flopping or going back on you know what they said so we'll get to a point where enough players go over that you know guys like Rory or Justin or any of the other big names who are really big on the PGA Tour kind of feel like the PGA Tour doesn't have enough of the best competition anymore and they need to go over I like I don't think it'll get to that point I think the PGA Tour will probably make a deal with Liv at some point if it continues to go this way with yeah. players you know, going that. over there. We're not going to get to a point where the PGA just, you know, folds. That's just not going to happen. No. <laughs> There's going to be deals struck or whatever. No, I definitely do not think that. But, yeah, it's a interesting timeline. We have this upcoming weekend. We have the second Liv. Yeah, I think this first one in the United States will be yeah. Also very uh, educational from uh, how many people show up. I mean, is it going to be free tickets like London? Um, 
Yeah, I'm I'm sure it will be, since it's the first one in the United States. There wasn't even that many people in London, though. No, but I I would say it's probably, like, being the first event in a country, it's probably going to be, you know, first experience for, you know, people here in the States. I, I would be surprised if they're not handing out free tickets and trying to... I try to drum well, up they, they want they want the the television to yeah that's what it's all about they're not they're not interested in making a profit that's not is what it this be whole thing is about now? on YouTube yeah. I don't I don't think they have a deal with a actual you know network network or anything I think it's yeah. just YouTube right now it'll be interesting to see how the the broadcast you know changes or evolves from that first broadcast yeah i'm sure they they've learned some things and they're going to update some things and it'll be uh it'll certainly be interesting yeah we're gonna do some things based on things that happen yeah it'll yeah that'll be fun to well not fun i'm still <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trying to close my mind to the future, um, but I'm I'm still anti Saudi Arabian tour. Yeah, I, it's it's certainly an interesting time though. Um, yeah, with how it's PGA. affecting the PGA Tour and PGA Tour is having to change. And I know there are people out there saying, you know, um, well maybe Phil Mickelson was right all along and. And I'm I'm not quite there yet. I I still don't quite think, or I'm not convinced that this live golf tour is better for the game of golf, or if it's just disruption just for disruption's sake for the time being. It's better um, for the guys playing in it. I mean, a little uh, yeah. As far as, as, far, I, as far as money. Yeah, yeah. It's better in that way, but I don't know if it's better for like the game of golf as a whole. Yeah, and that's what I'm. Yeah, only time will tell that. Right, exactly. So I think the jury's still out in that sense. Um, yeah. You know, we're only we've there's only been one event. We're you know yeah. just about to play the second this, event, the this, first in the this US. This is a live experiment. Yeah, we're we're watching it unfold in front of our eyes. I think we're, I think we're gonna see, or we're gonna have a better idea of this whole situation once like this first year get kind of gets under our belt. Yeah, the first season. The first season of Live, uh, you know, the five events that they're playing and and what kind of evolves both in the Live tournaments during that time and also how the PGA Tour and and both and and the DP World Tour kind of evolve in their reactions to the Live tournaments and how they change um, yeah. to try and keep players from defecting. Um, yeah, I think we're 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 still going to be learning quite a bit for the foreseeable future about this entire thing. Yeah. So to be determined. Yeah. Well, we'll be watching it. So. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't I don't know how much honestly. I don't know well, how much we'll, I. We'll be, I'll be paying attention to the scores. Yeah. I, won't be, I, I I probably won't be watching it. No, and, and that was bad terminology. Yeah, and like like it's. It was tough to watch the first event just with the with the format being a shotgun and and them just kind of like flipping quickly from player to player. You don't there's not like a whole lot of continuality um, with it, and 
and and that's one thing that's going to be interesting to see as more players go you know are they still going to be able to do a shotgun format because you know realistically like 72 players is the most you can really do with a shotgun start for four players a a hole 18 holes yeah and the pga never does four right right they only do threesomes yeah would would live ever want to go to foursomes i think they're just right making it up as they go exactly exactly so there's a lot of things that are going to evolve and and if the live gets to a point where there's enough players to where you can't do a shotgun like you know what they're going to do and and how does that change their whole draw because like that's a big that was a big part of like the the original original selling point is like hey it's a shotgun start the entire tournament is done in like three hours you know it's not like an all-day event um where you know it's more like a another sports you know match like a, a football game or basketball game or baseball game it's you know three hours and it's and it's done like you get three to see hours. like a round of golf is four hours well whatever three four hours something like that yeah okay um yeah no and the the team event like there's just they're trying different things so it's it'll be interesting to see how it evolves yeah and and quite frankly right now at this point in time there's not really anybody that I care to see, like on it yet. Um, no. Like I, like there's no, nobody me. that really moves the needle for me as like, oh, I gotta, I'm gonna watch live over PGA Tour at this point in time. Because just, is Ricky on live? Not, not yet. Sure, he's. I'm sure I, he's. I thought he, he was rumored, right? He was rumored, but def, he's not yet. Um, I think I want to say would, like that would move the needle for you. It moved the needle a little bit for me for sure. <laughs> but I think uh I think you got like Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth I think are are kind of in his ear about hey, you know, trying to get him to stay cuz they're all, you know, good friends and yeah. Smiley Kaufman's a kind of an analyst for the PGA Tour and you know, he's good buddies with them and yeah. So I think you know, those guys, those spring breakers um think they're trying to do the golf boys the golf boys yeah so i think ricky's you know kind of being kept over on the pga tour right now um by those guys i wouldn't be surprised if he eventually goes over but i think the biggest thing for him right now is um he's just trying to i think you know qualify for the open that is that's probably his big thing right now yeah and and that's not something he can really do with a live, live golf event because he needs. Yeah, it. I still think that that's going to be the hugest determination. Is if you can play live and still play the majors, and then the majors will just be you know even more major um, because that's where the live and the PGA Tour players meet. Um, yeah. But, but if the if if they say no more majors, I think that I mean. I think that's going to be huge. Um, you know, if you play live, you can't play P- uh, majors. Um, yeah, I think, in my opinion, that's where the rubber is going to meet the road. Whether what, regardless of you know whatever direction they go, you know, if 
if they allow players to play, it's gonna more players are gonna defect and and take the money and then just play for majors. And if they say nope, then I would say more players just not only stay where they're at on the PGA Tour, but they would, you know, the players that have moved would be like shit. Yeah. We, you know, the majors are kind of the barometer at this point. Um, yeah, and that, that's what all the guys you know have moved over. I've said, like, you know, we can still play the majors, and so they're fine with jumping ship. But if that's not the case, then, well, yeah, that's that's that kind of ruins their entire plan. Their game plan is thrown out the yeah. window. And the, the majors this year, they're letting them because, you know, they're just like everyone else. They're feeling it out. You know, they didn't have established rules. Nobody thought Liv was going to actually go. Like, you know, they don't, they don't want to... You know they don't want to disappoint their fans. That, right. That, that some of the fans that want to see Dustin and Brooks and Bryson. Right. So, so and that's what I was saying. Everybody's just kind of feeling the situation. And that's kind of what I was saying. You know, a couple episodes ago, that I think you know Augusta National, the Masters next year is going to be that'll be your first major that you know will have seen all the events and. Live. And seeing all the other majors, how they reacted and everything, yeah. and so like I think we're gonna get a big yep. you know, barometer of the future based on what they're gonna do, and because I do think, you know, they're going to, I think they'll probably be setting a precedent for for other majors as well, whatever they decide. I think the USGA and the RNA, I think they're gonna look to Augusta National, whether right or wrong, they're gonna look to see. You know what did what did the first major of the year do? You know yeah. what, what did they do? So yeah, and Augusta Augusta is all powerful. I mean they're I mean they can do literally whatever the fuck they they, they can want. do whatever they want. It, it's like it's it's their course. It's their tournament. It's it's whatever they want to do. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's when we're gonna learn probably the future of golf. I think it's probably gonna be next next spring is when we're gonna have a good idea. I think there's a chance you might be right. Maybe, maybe. I've been right before. I know it's hard to believe. I can't remember that long ago, but I, <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We'll see. We shall see for sure. Yeah. Anything else? No, we just got about we're we're one month away from the Zelich. That we we're kind of hitting that that milestone here a little bit. Um, yeah, this week the thirtieth. Yeah. Um, so one month ago until the the Central Wisconsin Masters Open British <laughs> PGA All in One. Yeah, the biggest event in the world. In central Wisconsin, yeah, it is. Wisconsin. Um, yeah. So yeah, I need to I need to get my button gear pretty much. It's been slow. It's been slow with my rest this season. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not in form right now. So how did it feel in your scramble recently? It felt fine. Like there were moments, you know, it's pretty much been hovering around. I would probably say like at eighty five percent for a while now. It's eight point five. Yeah. Out of 10? Uh, yeah. Well, no, the the pain is 8.5. So no, yeah. no, 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 no. No, I'm saying, like, it's not 100%, but it, it, I, I would 
say it's probably about 85%. I'm still... The pain is down to a 2 or a 1. Yeah, yeah, unless unless I really, like, you know, put force on it, you know. Um, like, I'm still hesitant to hit a driver, but... Um, like, I could probably hit one, and it wouldn't be that bad, but it'd still be like, eh. You know, I'd feel a little something. So if um, your ball was by a tree root, and you were allowed free relief, <laughs> free relief... Are you going to make sure that's a, a rule again you, this, this would year? Would you take it? <laughs> I, w- I will take it. I will take it this year if it's a, if it's a thing. If it's a local rule, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I will say though, I, I don't really, I don't really plan on on hitting the driver anyhow. So that doesn't worry me all that much. It's kind of the rest of my game. I I gotta get in, gotta get in check. But honestly, I. I've been pretty happy so far with with how I've hit the ball. Um, you know, there's some things that have not been all that great or need to be sharpened. But for all things considered, how how little I've I've played, I'm I'm not yeah. too discouraged. So. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I guess I gotta step it up. We all do. We all do. We all do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Huh? couple weeks till the british yeah yes sir 150th at st andrews yeah tiger woods he'll be playing tiger woods y'all so yeah yeah, excited for that we'll be uh we'll have our next show surrounding that yeah so we'll probably be back on air on the 13th or so fourth major of the year Last major of the year. Yeah. Keep I keep forgetting the PGA moves up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just so used to the PGA being last. Yeah. But yeah, a couple weeks. We'll be talking about it. So. Okay. Thanks for watching or listening. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching with your ears. Exactly. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Peace, love, and birdies. Arnold Palmer is the master champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too.